I recently heard Simon Sinek say, a leader, first and foremost, is a human. And when we have the strength to show our vulnerability, can we truly lead? Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss vulnerability in leadership. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Throughout the pandemic, we have seen teams experience many different challenges. We've seen people experience understaffing, changes in roles, expanded roles, uh, roles that were eliminated, people that were doing more with less, wearing multiple hats. And chances are that your organization most likely hasn't gotten everything right. And this often has left teams feeling a little bit frustrated, a little bit displaced, a little bit unknown, a little bit leery about what could be coming next, what's going to be expected of me, what is the boss thinking, what's around the corner. And so because of all of this change, I'm really challenging leaders to become more vulnerable. With the amount of change and the repositioning that has occurred over the last 18 months, I have a lot of leaders asking me constantly, how do I rebuild trust and engagement with my team as we move forward? One of my most common responses is to start by building a culture of vulnerability on your team. It's amazing to me how vulnerability has literally become the, the stepchild, if you will, of leadership. And I think there's many, many reasons for this. And clearly, some of you that are listening, you do this exceptionally well. But I will tell you, by and large, I'm finding that this is a big area of opportunity for leaders, for business owners, for the entrepreneurs, and even the startups, because it's often missed because of uh, the leeriness of coming off weak, or we have so much to do that we're not taking time out to become vulnerable. So what does it mean to embrace vulnerability? How does this look? We've probably heard it. The likes of Brene Brown and, and all of these different people that have kind of made vulnerability trendy and something for us to look at. Have you ever really sat and thought about what is vulnerability and how do we embrace it? How do you as a leader embrace vulnerability? When we think about vulnerability in leadership, it's about embracing uncertainty. It's about embracing risk and emotions in order to deepen our relationships. And Brene Brown herself defines it best, I think. She, now listen, she's a best-selling author and has created a brand around the subject of vulnerability. Listen to what she says. Vulnerability sounds like truth and feels like courage. Truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but they are never weakness. I think that is so well said. It's so affirming to say that truth and, and, and courage aren't always comfortable but they're never a weakness. That should be a challenge to us to push through any discomfort that vulnerability would bring because of its benefits. Vulnerability isn't always a trait that we associate with successful leadership. And that's why I believe that it's become kind of put in the closet or it's something that we heard, but we've never maybe really taken action on. However, I, I have found that having honest conversations about how your people are feeling is essential in the face of uncertainty. There's significant evidence all around us that authentic and vulnerable leadership, it yields more engaged and productive behavior in your team. So what I'd like to do in this episode is I'm going to give you three steps 
that you can begin to execute right away to become a more vulnerable leader and drive engagement with your team. Now, don't just stop at these three steps because there's volumes written about the subject of vulnerability, the benefits of vulnerability, how to become a more vulnerable leader. There's workshops about this. But I wanted to give you three practical things that I think you could go away from this episode and literally begin executing. The first one is acknowledge and share your feelings. Here's the reality. That's not a skill. That's why I like sharing practical things that we can do. But think about it. Have you taken time to truly acknowledge your feelings? And if you have, that's fantastic. A lot of leaders aren't even doing that. But have you taken it to the next step? And have you begun to share your feelings with your team? Many leaders spend their time running from one meeting to the next. Uh, We're constantly putting out fires. And it can be very easy to overlook our own feelings. Not only does this have the, the vulnerability to lead to burnout, but it also leads to a communication gap between you and your team. Great leaders that I have found that start overcoming this barrier, they break that pattern of behavior by checking in with themselves. How how are you really feeling? Have you ever really took time in the quiet moments to really ask yourself, how am I feeling? Am I frustrated? Am I nervous? Am I excited? Um, You know, is there uneasiness about what the future holds? Do you really know how you feel or is this being all bottled up for the sake of running the business and going at very high speeds? Give yourself time to sit with those emotions and start to unpack them. Then share, share how you're feeling with your team. Be tactful as you do that. Obviously, you don't want to go overboard. But vulnerability, it's, isn't it, it's not about oversharing or, or making others uncomfortable. And a lot of times I think that's why we avoid it because it's like, no, I'm not going to be vulnerable because I see vulnerable as letting too much out of the bag, uh, you know, showing too many of my cards. I don't want people to think I'm weak. You should share information with the end goal of creating stronger relationships with your people. Vulnerability doesn't mean that you have to lose composure or become weak or look like a leader that is rattled and doesn't know what's going on. Don't overdo it and, and, present, and present like the sky's falling and everything's going to crumble to the ground. You don't have to overdo it. That's not vulnerability. There's a balance between uh, being transparent and telling people exactly how you're feeling and going too far overboard uh, like you're in panic mode and you're about to have an anxiety attack. So, so what could this practically look like? What could, what could being vulnerable look like for you maybe as a leader? When someone asks you, how are you? Which probably happens almost on a daily basis. They, they ask you this at the start of a meeting. They ask you this at the start of a one-on-one conversation. You, they may ask you this uh, passing in the hallway. What we typically do is we say what? I'm fine. Resist the temptation to just say, I'm fine when someone asks, how are you? Instead, think about sharing something you're feeling excited about that day or be honest that you're feeling worn out or maybe a little bit disengaged. If this feels uncomfortable, that's normal. Being vulnerable takes practice. And I'm not saying like stop somebody in the hallway and begin like tearing up and, and you know, searching for the Kleenex box, but find moments and pockets to where you can be vulnerable with your people. Think of ways to be genuine in your vulnerability 
without going over the line of looking rattled and you're just disheveled and falling apart. The second thing that you can do is ask questions that spark a deeper level of conversation and discussion. Dedicate some time in your week to get a sense of how your people are feeling. Set up one-on-one discussions, group conversations, and have some open-ended discussion and get a pulse check on what it is that your team needs, what it is that your people need to move forward. Don't have these conversations over email. I see this a lot, and what it is is it's a cop-out. We have these conversations sometimes over email because we're uncomfortable having them in person. It's a sensitive subject, so it reserves the time in a person or over video chat to engage with them. Reserve this time. I know you're busy. I know email is convenient, and I know email is not as uncomfortable, but I will promise you it doesn't have nearly the impact of a a human connection. And look, I get it. Today we're in the world of video and Zoom calls. So be it. That's a human connection. Don't have these conversations over email. Make sure that when you are in this engagement, you are in this group setting or this one-on-one setting, make sure that you're asking the right kind of questions. Questions that encourage everyone to be vulnerable by opening up about their feelings. These conversations should be about understanding how the team is feeling, not just getting feedback. Getting feedback is absolutely important. I talk about it a lot on the show. But we want to get an understanding of how they're feeling, not just feedback. We should be thinking of questions like, hey, how are you feeling? How's everybody doing today? How's, the, how's everybody feeling about fill in the blank? Or you could ask them, what would you like our workplace and team to look like? Man, you will be amazed at what you hear by asking open-ended questions like this. You could ask them, what would be helpful for you right now? What does, it, what does good look like for you at the moment? What should we stop doing that we've been doing for far too long? You will be amazed that when you start asking these questions, the type of feedback that you get. Remember, in this moment that you're asking questions, this is a time for you to listen, not react in the moment. E- even if someone raises a point that you want to want to counter or they share a difficulty with you that you want to help solve, now is not the time. Instead, listen closely and demonstrate you're paying attention. The number one reason that I find that leaders don't ask questions to drive this kind of vulnerability is because they're afraid of what they might want to hear or or what they might hear. And I get that, and I understand it, that you might be opening a can of worms. But I will tell you, the risk of not doing it is far greater than the risk of doing it. The third thing that I believe you can take action on right away is to make changes based off of what you're learning. As you're hearing your people, As you're being vulnerable and you're displaying your feelings, and now you're asking them what their feelings are, the third step is to make changes based off of what you're hearing. Listening is the first step into re-engaging your team. But to build trust, people need to know that you've heard their concerns and that you're going to take action. If someone expresses frustration about their workflow, whatever it might be, Follow up with them on some small maybe changes that you're making as a result of what you heard them say. Now, here's a reality. You're going to hear a lot of things when you ask these questions, when you become vulnerable. And the reality is you're not going to be able to do everything. And there's going to be some things that you hear that, quite frankly, you can't do anything about. Be honest about the things that you can't change. 
It's better to tell people that you can't make the change than not give them a platform to communicate. Clear communication is going to help prevent your people from feeling frustrated when you can't deliver. You most likely won't be able to to deliver more than you will be able to deliver. But when you can deliver, what you're telling your people is, I'm opening up the communication. I'm willing to hear everybody. And when I can, I'm going to execute. This gives a great posture of forgiveness also when you can't always execute because they know you have their best interest. Listen, I realize being vulnerable It's going to be a challenge for some of you listening. I was also that leader early in my tenure. I didn't want to come off as as weak. I didn't want to come off as some, you know, wimpy pushover. But here's the reality. When vulnerability is done well, there is only upside. There is no doubt about it that you will have to address uh, any type of people that take advantage of your vulnerability. And there will be people that take advantage of it. But I would rather deal with that challenge than the challenges that come from not being a vulnerable leader. Vulnerable leadership creates a culture of trust. And by truly embracing it, leaders lessen the burden of carrying their teams alone. And they empower their own employees in the process. Have you ever heard the saying that leadership is lonely at the top? Man, I've heard it too. And I've experienced it. But let me be the one to tell you, it doesn't have to be lonely at the top. If you are a leader that's at the top and you're lonely, you're not doing it right. Vulnerability is a great way to not be lonely at the top. It's a great way to engage your team and bring them on the journey with you. I want to challenge you to begin to implement these practical steps, these three steps that we talked about today. And I want your feedback. Maybe there's areas that you're challenged with. Maybe there's an area that you just don't feel like is for you. What I'm going to do in next week's show is I'm going to present why is it that leaders don't want to be vulnerable, what's holding them back, and what are the pitfalls for those of you that are listening that are ready to make the journey, that are ready to make the transition. What are those pitfalls that you're inevitably going to encounter? I'm going to address those pitfalls in next week's show, and I'm going to give you practical things you can do to help avoid them. Embracing this vulnerability is going to result in stronger engagement, higher productivity, lower turnover, less stress, and the list goes on and on. There are countless benefits to creating a culture of vulnerability for you as the leader. Be sure not to miss next week's show because we're going to discuss the pitfalls of becoming more vulnerable and why some leaders have a hard time with vulnerability. I wish you all well as you pursue becoming more vulnerable and never forget that you all have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win. Win.